talk with your main chip Washington. When it comes to information, the main got an arsenal. Bring you up to speed with what you need. He's a local and nationwide news feed. Let's talk about it. Dialect and do something about it. Chip got the flow wide open if you got questions about it. Man, it's the show that brings you to your raw to solve all problems. It starts with real talk. real talk. And here we go. Here we go on this Monday. It is June 20th, 2022, 6 p.m. straight up. Real Talk Memphis is on the air. Very happy to have you with us on this warm or should I say extremely hot Monday We'll get more into the weather forecast uh, a little bit later on. But uh, happy to be here. Happy to have you uh, along for the ride on this day that uh, is celebrated Juneteenth. Uh, a lot of folks were off today. It's a federal holiday. And if you did, we're off today. I hope you had a, had a good day, had a good weekend. Yesterday was Father's Day. So uh, let me get my belated uh, Father's Day uh, wishes and salutations to all of you fathers out there. I hope you had a wonderful day. Uh, saw a lot of you out and about yesterday, uh, you know, and, it, and it's always nice that one day a year when the family is nice to us. That's always a good thing. So, you know, we appreciate that. <laughs> so hope you had a happy Father's Day as well. Tomorrow is the first day, official day of summer. Uh, it hits about 4.30 in the morning. It may be 90 degrees at 4.30 in the morning, but uh, tomorrow's the first day of summer. Uh, when I got here this afternoon, my car t- thermometer said 97 degrees. Now, if there's a plus side to that, uh, it, it was that there is really no humidity today. The, the humidity levels are lower, below 50%. So it didn't feel as bad or as miserable as it could possibly feel. Uh, that's going to change starting tomorrow. I can guarantee you that. And uh, this heat thing is really no joke. Um, it doesn't take long for you to be out in that blazing sun for it to affect you in an adverse way. So uh, we're going to talk to uh, someone in just a few minutes, a medical uh, director, to talk about uh, the precautions that one should take besides uh, drinking water and, and fluids uh, to keep yourself hydrated. But really the dangers of this extreme heat. We'll see triple digits uh, this week, uh, 101 and 102 degrees, blah, 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 blah. So um, we'll talk more about that just in just a, a few minutes. But before I get too far into the program, you finally, not finally, but you're actually wondering how to reach this fine piece of radio broadcasting. Many ways. Right now we're live 91.7 on your FM dial, WYXR. We are also on the WYXR app. We are broadcasting live on the TuneIn app as well. And uh, a bit later on, uh, we should be uh, getting a uh, Facebook Live thing going here uh, shortly. Uh, and uh, we also post to YouTube and uh, when uh, it is posted on Tuesday, uh, 
We are a podcast, so you can catch us after the show is posted tomorrow, wherever you get your podcast. We good on that? I think we're good on that. Okay. So, uh, as I said uh, a few minutes ago, we have a good show for you tonight. Uh, Dr. Ben Bowman, uh, the medical director of Methodist Germantown Emergency Room, will talk to us about uh, heat precautions and things like that because it's a serious business out here. Uh, A little bit later on, we're going to speak with Rashawn Austin. She is the executive director of the Works CDC. She's won uh, several uh, regional awards for her community development uh, projects and improvement in the South Memphis area, namely Smoky City and Evergreen and, and you know, the Klondike neighborhoods and things like that. So we're going to talk to her about what her organization is doing to uh, improve the life and the living standards of the folks uh, in those communities in South Memphis. A little bit later on, we're going to shift back into the uh, medical side of things. We're going to be speaking with uh, Irene Wilson. She is the director of Trinity Health Center. Now, many of you may not have uh, heard of that. It is in Horn Lake, Mississippi. Uh, but it's a very unique uh, uh, group that she has out there. And it's a, it's a very unique clinic that she has out there for people uh, who, who don't have insurance. Uh, you can still get medical treatment out there. So she's going to talk to us a little bit about that and, uh, you know, why it was started. And uh, we're going to see if we can't put a little bit of more of a spotlight on it because she says a lot of people don't know about what they do, but we're going to learn about it tonight. How about that? All right, so, you know, this is the time of program when we salute you, you know, that trip around the sun that you make each and every year that God allows you to still be here for. It's called a birthday. And uh, we, we, we like to uh, uh, celebrate you in the grand style and you hear the theme so let's get it happy birthday is going out to pastor terrell monger it's his birthday today theron bond is celebrating a birthday as is family friend connie westbrooks brown she's celebrating today uh david ferguson happy birthday to you norma daly celebrating today uh chica imika chris is celebrating a birthday today as is bonita early Marielle Swan is celebrating a birthday today as well. Robert Johnson, happy birthday to you. And someone I haven't seen in a long time, but I've known for a while, Bishop Nathaniel Bond uh, out there in uh, Jackson, Tennessee. It is his birthday today as well. And uh, another family friend, Laquita Benjamin, a.k.a. Bibby. Uh, Her birthday was last week. Uh, we forgot to mention it, but she's a family friend, and I need to go home tonight. So I needed to mention the fact that it was Bibby's birthday last week. So happy birthday, Bibby, and to each and every one of you celebrating. If you celebrated over the weekend or you got one coming up, happy belated birthday, happy upcoming birthday, and we hope to celebrate you again next year for another trip around the sun. Thank you, Shelby. All right, a few news and notes to uh, talk about. You know, of course, the, the heat is is the major story around here, and not just here, but really across three-quarters of the country. I mean, it's sweltering, sweltering heat out there, uh, temperatures in the triple digits, uh, high humidity, folks getting sick out there. And really, you know, for us, it started early. It started really last month. Uh, we saw 90-degree temperatures uh, in May, and uh, for years— when the excessive heat warning, and this comes from the National Weather Service, when the uh, when the excessive heat warning was issued, the average date of the first warning, the first warning is in July, around the middle of July. 
So that's how the temperatures, that's when they really start to skyrocket. Well, we've already seen that, and we're still in June here. Uh, July 12th, I think, was the earliest that we've ever seen uh, heat warnings. And you can guarantee that you'll see an excessive heat warning uh, issued uh, tomorrow and probably for the remainder of of the week. you know, a lot of times the, the temperature may be in the upper 90s, but if the humidity is high, uh, the field light temperature uh, to your skin or the heat index can uh, very easily reach uh, levels of 18, 110, 112. So, again, uh, you know, it's, it's important not to stay out there too long if you don't have to. Don't walk the pets out there. It's a, that ground is extremely hot on their paws. And people don't think about that either, you know, when they're walking their pets. Uh, also, check on your elderly. Make sure that they're doing well and uh, keeping as cool as possible. Uh, some of the uh, area community pools are being opened now. Uh, from what I'm to understand around the city, I guess you can call and check on them to see, uh, you know, how things are going there. Uh, also, um, the uh, cooling centers are, are being open. And, uh, you know, we, we, we want to make sure that, uh, you know, again, for folks out there who may, you know, have some logistical challenges in terms of their, uh, you know, uh, where they stay, uh, you know, we want to make sure that there are facilities that they are aware about, uh, that they can go in, cool off, and, and stay out of the intense heat. Uh, last week, about Wednesday or so, you know, we've seen a lot of issues here lately where uh, in, in, in terms of crime, we've seen a lot of folks, a lot of these shootings going on, these mass shootings. People are uh, having parties and, and clubs and things like that and in their houses and things and people are driving by and firing shots and everything like it's, uh, you know, some big joke. Well, last Wednesday, um, a man called Brown Baptist Church in South Haven, Mississippi. And uh, he made a threat that he was going to shoot up the building. Well, clearly, uh, they had to take precautions. They canceled all of the activities. They canceled Wednesday night service and a lot of other, a lot of other activities that they generally have. It's a very busy church. Um, the police arrested this man. His name was Quincy Higgins. Uh, and he was charged with making a terroristic threat. Now, if you saw his mugshot, uh, he was smiling like he was taking a high school prom picture. Well, he won't be smiling once they figure out uh, the extent of the charges that he is facing. It's a very serious situation. You know, you threaten. We've seen how many church, how many church shootings have we seen? I mean, this is this is so. This is again is he thought it was funny, but apparently uh, it's no joke to anybody else. Uh, there is also um, an effort by some groups and organizations uh, in the city and county uh, to uh, remove Superintendent Joris Ray uh, from the Memphis and Shelby County Schools. You know, he is the superintendent of education there. Uh, members of uh, Memphis Lift and the Whitehaven Empowerment Zone groups, uh, they have parents and students and community members. Uh, they want more accountability from the Shelby County Schools, and they want more accountability from him. Uh, so uh, we will see where that goes, if it goes anywhere at all. And uh, Memphis and May just ended a few weeks ago, as we all know. And for the first time in quite a long time, the, the news was not good on the back end. Uh, we, were, uh, we were told that uh, the signature event lost attendees for both events and revenue this year and i'm talking about the music fest as well as the barbecue fest the combined attendances for both those festivals fell under 115,000 people for the first time in over two decades under 115,000 they also reported a total loss of revenue for both events at just under two million dollars 
Uh, can anyone say uh, Tom Lee Park? Uh, let's hurry up and get it fixed again because that's what they want. I mean, they you know everybody now can't wait to get back to Tom Lee Park. Should be ready for Memphis in May 2023. But yeah, that's a big hit. That's a big hit, and the first time that they've seen that in quite a while. Uh, we're gonna take a. Uh, quick break our first break and when we come back we're gonna get into it what do you say this is real talk memphis i am your host chip washington the humble one you know who you are we'll be right back don't you go anywhere the next round of our collaboration beers with crosstown brewing company is ready take a walk down the tart end of the street where soul music meets a fruity and flavorful sour beer with notes of pineapple peach and apricot you can find the beer at grocery stores and other local crosstown brewing company retailers portion of the proceeds goes towards helping WYXR and supporting community radio in Memphis. Visit CrosstownBeer.com for more information. I'm Chip Washington, and it's still important to get the word out about COVID-19 vaccinations to those in our community hit hardest by COVID-19. The vaccines have proven to be safe and effective. I encourage all of you to do your research, talk to medical professionals that you trust, and do what's right for you and your family. So roll up your sleeves, get the vaccine, and shut down COVID-19. Go to vaccines.gov to find a location near you. Soy Talia Palacio, y todavía es importante compartir el mensaje sobre sobre las vacunas del COVID-19 con todos en nuestra comunidad más afectados por la pandemia. Las vacunas han demostrado ser seguras y efectivas. Los animo a todos a que se informen, hablen con profesionales médicos en los que usted confíen en y hagan lo que sea para ustedes mismos y sus familias. Así, pónganse las pilas, vacúnense y protéjanse contra el COVID-19. Vaya a vaccines.gov para encontrar una ubicación cerca de usted. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening, this warm Monday evening. I am your humble host, Chip Washington. Very happy to have you along for the ride. And, you know, we've been talking about it, uh, and it is top of mind for a lot of folks, and that is the heat, the very intense heat that many of us are dealing with uh, these days. So I wanted to have somebody come on the show, talk a little, about, talk a little bit about this, because it is that important. Uh, we were able to get Dr. Ben Bowman. He is the medical director of Methodist Germantown uh, ER. And uh, Dr. Bowman, Thank you for coming on the show, man. Really appreciate having you. Thank you, Chip. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. So, you know, um, obviously top of mind for everybody is is the very intense heat uh, that that we are that we are seeing and that we are experiencing now. Uh, you know, we had one wave and then we had a few days where things got a little bit better. Uh, now it's 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 back on again. And from what I'm to understand, uh, by all accounts, it is going to be a very brutal week in terms of weather. This is going to be a, a record could be a record setting, very dangerous period of time. So I wanted to uh, you know have uh, someone on to talk a little bit about uh, the dangers of uh, this extreme heat and what it can do to your body, heat exhaustion. 
oxygen, heat stroke, and things like that. And I guess I should start this off by asking you, have you as of yet seen any cases uh, related to the heat so far? Sure. Um, I personally have, you know, I think I had one gentleman who who probably sat out in the heat a little bit too long, got a little faint feeling, but fortunately uh, nothing too serious. But, you know, we've we've been blessed so far not to have any serious cases that I've been made aware of to this point. But the, the heat is coming and it, it's definitely something serious that people should uh, pay attention to. It doesn't take long, Doctor, and I want you to, to talk a little bit about this uh, in specific. Um, when you have temperatures, say, in the triple digits, and you, are the, or you have the, the heat index is, is well in the triple digits, 1.5, 1, 1.10, what can that do uh, to your body if you're out exposed too long? Certainly. Well, you know, the, <clears throat> I think most people know, and the obvious thing is you just you can – quite frankly, become overheated. Now, you know, the, the signs and the symptoms, the warning signs, so to speak, you know, I think are what is most important for people. And then, of course, the things um, that you can do ahead of time to try to prevent that. If you have to be out in the heat, some people work in the heat. Yes, sir. Um, some people may not have, you know, uh, access to adequately cooled living um, situations or with central air or otherwise. And so, um, just recognizing what they need to watch for is the most important. So I, I, I start with the basics. You know, it, the, the heat, it just makes you feel bad. You feel tired. You feel fatigued, um, like you have no energy, almost uh, flu-like symptoms where you just, you should be able to get up and, you know, walk a mile with no problem and mm-hmm. you can barely make it a block because mm-hmm. you're just so tired. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times people will notice their, their resting heart rate will go high. Um, higher than normal for for minimal levels of activity, and so those are sort of the early warning, some of the early warning signs. So, so I mean, obviously, you know, we always talk about it. Hydration, hydration is extremely important, and we're talking about about water to be able to cool down your body. And I I think that people sort of hear that. Um, but they, but many people don't hear it. You know, they go, ah, well, I can drink this and I can drink that alcoholic beverages and things like that. Talk about why that's not such a good idea. Sure. So, uh, hydration is, is, is very important. And, and while we're on that topic, I'll, I'll add that, you know, hydrating ahead of time, for example, hydrating all day long and at night is mm-hmm. very important because okay. some people think I'll be fine until I get out in the heat. And then I can just have a bottle of water and, you know, as long as I drink that while I'm outside, I'm good. And, and that's just not the case. Your body needs to be well hydrated leading up to the period of time that you're going to be outside uh, so that it can function properly and adequately cool itself, uh, control the temperature. So you've got to hydrate around the clock this time of year. But to, to your point about other beverages, um, particularly alcoholic beverages, uh, they, you know, alcohol you know, again, in moderation can still be enjoyed, mm-hmm. but not in place of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, first and foremost, alcohol can actually dehydrate you um, if you drink too much of it. It also can affect your body's ability to respond appropriately to the heat. Um, alcohol can cause your blood vessels to vasodilate, um, and, and therefore it, it, it sort of exacerbates some of the symptoms that the, the heat um, and the high temperatures around you uh, bring on. So water is always the safest. Um, certainly some of the sports electrolyte drinks and things like that can help replace some of those vital salts that you lose through uh, sweating. So mixing some of that in with the water is always a good idea. 
If you're just joining us, we're speaking with Dr. Ben Bowman. He is the medical director at uh, Methodist Germantown uh, ER. And uh, I, I really got caught a, you got my attention when you talked about, um, I know that alcohol is not necessarily good for you, you know, during the extreme heat times, but that it could really be harmful um, to you. I didn't, I didn't really know much about that. So you kind of gave us a little bit of a hint. So this is really why people really need to stay away from all of that kind of stuff, right? Correct. You know, when you're out in, in, in the heat, you know, the safest thing to do is just stick with the water. Like I said, maybe mix in a, a sports, a Gatorade, Powerade, mm -hmm. you know, there's, it, you, you pick your favorite one out there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they even sell packets of little electrolyte solution. You can mix in your own water, you know, to help replace some of those electrolytes. But alcohol, again, certainly, you know, when, um, and in worst case is taken to the extremes. It just affects your body's ability to do what God intended it to do, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so is, is so, you know, as, as we as we get into it, and as I, I alluded to before uh, you came on the show, the folks at the National Weather Service, uh, you know, we don't even see excessive heat warnings uh, this early. And normally, you know, July and yeah. August are really the hot, hot, hot months uh, that we're dealing with. So uh, that it is coming a bit early. It seems to be, I don't know, slightly alarming to most people. I don't know what that says about the atmosphere or, or what, but I mean, three quarters of the country is dealing with extreme heat. And um, it seems like it's coming earlier. Am, 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 I, am I off base there? Or is, does that sound about right? No, no, not at all. I, you know, I, I'm certainly not a meteorologist, but um, it, it does seem to be Earlier, you know, we, we generally expect the July and August months to be some of our hotter months uh, in this part of the country. And yeah. I don't know the reasons for it, but it does seem that it has hit us hard and heavy early on. And um, but the good news is, you know, we prepare for it and do the same types of things, whether it's July, August, September, whenever the heat comes, uh, the advice, you know, still remains the same. So, um that's I think we just get started a little earlier. Maybe it means we'll get a little more of a break later later in the summer. Well, I can tell you right now, somebody who hates cutting grass, I could use that break a little bit a little bit earlier this year. <laughs> that would be a wonderful thing for me. I can tell you that right right off the top yeah. of the bat. But but seriously, I, I do know that there are people who uh, work in, in outside settings, you know, construction, road work, right. uh, even fire. There's a big fire going on out there in Germantown somewhere that fire folks are battling right now. Mm -hmm. And I know that, uh, you know, they give them breaks every now and again. They have these, I guess, these cooling, uh, you know, trailers where they can go in. And I mean, it's important isn't it? because your temperature, your body temperature can rise so quickly. And I can imagine if you're an emergency personnel, uh, you know, firefighter or someone like that, you know, being out there doing what you're doing and dealing with more heat uh, can really be oh, yeah. ex extremely dangerous. Can, can you can you piggyback off that a little bit? No, I, I, absolutely. I mean, you're right. And, you know, the, the, the fact of the matter is, is there's people out there working every day. Yeah. Um, and some don't have a choice. You know, the you know, of course, the first word of advice we give is, hey, avoid the heat if you can. You know, don't go outside between say 10 a.m. and 3 or 4 p.m., the hottest times of the day, you know, try to get your work. If you're doing yard work, try to get it done in the early morning hours or the late evening hours, um, even better when the sun goes down. There's still heat out there. There's still humidity. Yeah. You're not immune to the effects of it, you know, just because you're out later in the evening or early in the morning. Sorry for the, you hear the dog. Not, uh, not a problem. Not a problem. You can, um, but you can definitely do things to help mitigate those risks uh, if you have a, 
if you have time where you can avoid being out in the in the dead heat. But you, you mentioned emergency personnel, you know, people who work full time um, in an outdoor setting. Uh, you know, they just they they have to learn to deal with it and taking frequent breaks, finding shade, you know, whenever wherever you can, using um, hydration, obviously but using cool rags and towels yeah. um, you can keep those in your cooler along with your drinks and drape them over your head drape them over the back of your neck dur- during a break mm-hmm. um, that can really go a long way in helping keeping your, your core body temperature down is which is what we're trying ultimately to prevent Ulti- ultimate. Uh, the hydration go ahead no 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 I, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you go ahead you were saying about the hydration go ahead about that well, the you know everyone hears about hydration. The, the the main reason there, obviously, your body needs water to function. Your uh, vast majority of our body weight is water. Sure. But um, that that that's what allows us to cool ourselves through perspiration. So if you get dehydrated, that's one of the you know not so early uh, warning signs. But if you're out in the heat and you stop sweating, especially here in Memphis, yeah, as humid as it is, that is a major red flag. Mm-hmm. If you're no longer sweating that is a sign that bad things are coming. So, and, and it's too late at that point to just go to suck down another bottle of water. That's why I talk about hydrating on the front end. Right. But you have to be hydrated in, in order to sweat efficiently, and you have to be able to sweat efficiently in order to, uh, to cool your body and keep that core body temperature down. But finding shade, taking frequent breaks, using the cool towels, all that can go a long way as well. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, I, I'm really appreciative of your time and you coming on to talk a little bit about this. People need to hear it, whether they want to follow, you know, the rules and, you know, that go along, that govern it is, is, is up to them. But at the end of the day, you know that it doesn't take long at all for your body to overheat and bad things, as you say, can happen, you know, from that. Uh, Dr. Ben Ballman, thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your schedule to, to uh, join us uh, here on Real Talk and uh, share some very valuable information. I really appreciate your time. Thank you again, Chip, and love to do it again. Just let me know. Have a good have a good day. You too, sir. Have a good day. We'll talk down the road. Thank you very much. Uh, Dr. Ben Bowman, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and, uh, you know, honestly, these are some of the things that people just take for granted, and you have to hydrate on the front end, and you have to watch your kids too. You know, they're running around out here, they don't feel anything all day, and, and you know, but it can affect you in very dangerous and adverse ways. So, it's the it, we're, we're we're about to really step into the to the furnace here the next uh, week or so. So, just want you to be safe and hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. We're gonna take our uh, next break, and when we come back, hopefully, we'll be chatting about. Uh, Economic development uh, with uh, Roshan Austin. This is Real Talk Memphis. I am Chip. We will be right back. You're listening to Real Talk with Chip Washington. If you're celebrating a birthday, anniversary, or special occasion, shoot him a note and he'll read it on the air. Get involved and tell somebody about Real Talk. We'll be right back. Minfa Music Festival returns to Radiance Amphitheater at Memphis Botanic Garden on September 30th through October 2nd. This year's fest features the excitement of the Black Keys, Widespread Panic, Wilco, Jason Isbell, Portugal the Man, Tank and the Bangas, Bobby Rush, and many more. Visit MemphoFest.com for ticket packages, lineup information, FAQs, and more. That's MemphoFest.com. 
The next round of our collaboration beers with Crosstown Brewing Company is ready. Take a walk down the tart end of the street, where soul music meets a fruity and flavorful sour beer with notes of pineapple, peach, and apricot. You can find the beer at grocery stores and other local Crosstown Brewing Company retailers. A portion of the proceeds goes towards helping WYXR and supporting community radio in Memphis. Visit CrosstownBeer.com for more information. Tone is an arts and culture nonprofit elevating the full spectrum of Black communities in Memphis. By empowering artists and creatives, they are actively shifting the spotlight to showcase the actual people creating our culture. You can go see what they're all about at Tone HQ, their gallery in Orange Mound. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening. June 20th, 2022. Uh, I am your humble host, Chip Washington, and very glad that uh, you are along for the ride. I know a lot of you uh, like to check us out on Facebook Live. We're, we're getting that little process uh, uh, set up right now. But in the meantime, I am very happy to have my next guest, uh, who seems to be getting a, a lot of attention uh, in, in, in the, in the uh, economic development world. Uh, she has recently uh, won two regional awards for her work uh, in the Smoky City Evergreen Klondike Neighborhoods. Uh, she has been the executive director of the Works CDC uh, since uh, 2012. And uh, she has been described as someone who is uh, taking no prisoners. Uh, I had some folks uh, when I was promoting her appearance say she was fierce and, and she was a beast. And, and they said it in the most affectionate way. So <laughs> with all of that, welcome Roshan Austin to the show. And Roshan, thank you again for coming on. It's good to see you again. It's good to see you. Thank you for having me. Boy, I tell you what, you've been busy and um, it has been uh, clearly recognized we have a lot of needs uh, in Memphis and Shelby County, and we talked about that the last time uh, you and I visited about a year and a half ago or so. Um, but, uh, you know, since then, you, you have really started to develop uh, some of the more impoverished areas in the South Memphis area. And can you kind of give us a snapshot of uh, some of the projects that you have been working on uh, of, of, of late? So our uh, organization is working in um – you know, working several areas, but specifically in the South Memphis area, Klondike mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. neighborhood and Frazier. And so in South Memphis, we're continuing our legacy work uh, with our multifamily apartments, Alpha Renaissance apartments uh, located near the intersection of college, um, Gaither, right. Mississippi and Clancy mm-hmm, and Kerr. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of in the area. And we've done a pocket park recently next door. Uh, with funding from the State Department of uh, Health, uh, Project Diabetes. And so it's in, in focusing on uh, diet-related disorders, and they're very prevalent in our zip code of 38106. And we've done some scatter site rental and ownership projects in that area also. 
Our mortgage program goes across all of the areas, so about nine zip codes, and we have a small dollar mortgage product that we offer to first-time home buyers, borrowers, okay. uh, who would like to live in certain zip codes in the city of Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, in Frazier, and I'll skip over Klondike because it's so big now, what we're doing there, uh, we are doing just a small pocket of Frazier, multifamily work, and we call it the Frazier Neighborhood Initiative, and it's directly across from MLK College Preparatory uh, School, High School, and it's an anchor-based strategy around schools, providing affordable housing to families because we know that one of the biggest factors that impact educational attainment for children is housing stability. Right. And so that's why we entered into that space uh, specifically around those schools that are nearby. Uh, so we completed 146 units of affordable housing for families, and we're about to start on elderly. You got a lot going on, and uh, there, there, there is uh, such a, a a great need uh, for this. I'm, I'm to understand that you are also uh, right now in running um, for a, a grant. I think it is. Uh, I think you're one of the finalists, right? For 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 a grant, and you're looking at the what one hundred thousand dollar prize uh, with that. Talk about that 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 grant that program and what it is that you would like to earmark that money for. So uh, that grant you're talking about is a a project um, being uh, done by the Ashoka Foundation and uh, the Brookings Institute with the Brookings Metro. And it's called Economic Architecture. It is specifically for our Klondike Neighborhood Initiative. Uh, We are doing, and people talk about Northside, but we're doing work throughout Klondike in partnership with the Klondike Smoky City CDC and other local partners. and the economic architecture is meant to, and, it, and it, the subtitle is valuing homes in black communities. Okay. And so it's specifically around historically black neighborhoods and ownership and in the appraisal gap that we've experienced. And so this stripping of wealth of black homeowners. And so that is specifically for Klondike. It won't go into any of our other areas. And it's around homeownership and valuing the homes in those communities so that the families are experiencing wealth appreciation. Now, you know, as I stated earlier, you've been you've been the executive director of this organization since 2012. But of recent, and I've spoken with uh, Jeffrey Higgs, and I know you know him, and, and also Archie Willis III, uh, and, 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 and you, there seems to be a more increased focus, a more targeted, more directed focus uh, in some of the areas in specific that you were talking about. You know, I spoke with Jeffrey and I spoke with Archie as well for some of the upcoming projects uh, that they are working on. And I know you all are collaboratively, collaboratively working together. Why is this so important and why is there such a, a, an increased focus, which we're all glad to see, of course, on the South Memphis part of town? So I don't know that there's an increased focus on our part. I think there's more no, just, attention drawn right. because nationally we're have, we're in the middle of a housing crisis. Memphis has had an affordable housing crisis yes. for a number of decades. Right. But the pandemic brought a lot of things to light. People that didn't spend a lot of time talking about affordable housing, um, they started to see it across the country. And so the uh, in Memphis alone, we're down about 48 40,000 or so affordable housing units and across the country it's in the millions. And so the pandemic had us still in, 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 uh, in place. Well, there are a lot of people that didn't have a place. So you think about schools start to look at it because the kids had to go online. 
So okay. what was the housing condition right. of, of the families that they were seeing in those classrooms uh, or in the Zoom classrooms? Same thing with workers. How were they able to work? Did mm-hmm. they have access to the Internet? Did they have stable housing? Mm-hmm. And so it's it, that pandemic uh, over the last two years, we've seen more attention brought to affordable housing issues that we've talked about for decades. So, uh, and, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you are just joining us, we are speaking with Rashawn Austin. She is the executive director of the Works uh, CDC and is doing amazing work in some of the most uh, depressed areas uh, in, in our uh, city, in our county. And Rashawn, uh in speaking with uh, the political leaders, not only the mayors, but the county commissioners and the city council, um, is, is, is they, are they you know, focused in on uh, what the need is and how great the need is, in particular as we are starting to come out of the COVID phase of things, in reference to what you guys are doing? I hope so. We're hoping that our uh, comprehensive plan, so the rewrite of our comprehensive plan, which was just completed right before the pandemic hit uh, in 2019, um, and some of the things that are coming out of that, we're hoping that the policy policy shifts happen. Mm -hmm. So I can't guarantee that they're focused. I'm always hard on them. (laughs) Uh, And I always remind the council people that your job, a big part of their job is around land use. Mm -hmm. And, and, and similarly, at the county, they invest their capital improvement dollars back into areas, into roads. And so over four decades, we saw a commission or commissions that, you know, said they cared about 385. They cared about going east because that's where their investment lived. Okay. And so we had abandoned our city and there was not investment or reinvestment in the infrastructure in the oldest parts of the city. And so they'll prove that with their budgets. They'll prove that with policies that allow us to build by right. And so that's a big thing we like to talk about. about so we don't have to have variances that cost us more money to build affordable housing, mm-hmm. which we already have to subsidize. And so their change in policy and their investment in it, capital improvement dollars prove to me whether they are really interested in and investing in the city of Memphis, this most vulnerable areas. You just said something that was that that sort of triggered me. You said build by rights, and I, I, can you dig into that just a little bit more? Because I, I think that that is a very very a big point in what you're trying to do out there. So build by right, you know, it's a land use term that you know developers or people in planning use. But say for instance, our city. So our policy said. And I always say Memphis grew up to be a big old suburb, and now it's time to grow up to be a city. There you go. Cities tend to be dense. And ours has been very sparse, very single family detached for homeownership with larger lots in some parts of the city, the newer parts of the city. The older parts of the city look like a a city traditionally looked some way, in some ways, with some density in our downtown. We need more density. Mm -hmm. And so, for instance, if I have a lot in an older neighborhood in South Memphis, when they build it, over 100 years ago, say it was a 45 foot lot. Well, then the policy shifted and I needed a bigger lot. Okay. And so I have to pay and go before the bodies, the land use control board and the council to say, hey, can I build something different because my lot is smaller, but I got to pay you to do that. Okay. And so by right means, allow me to build on the lot that is in this area that looks like the rest of the lots in this area See, without a charge Got you. on top of that. Yeah, yeah. 
it's it it's it's it sounds like uh, it it it's a it's a lot of a it's a nuts and bolts uh, process, a little complicated by politics and things like that. Uh, um, but if they, if they have you nipping at their heels, they they gonna figure this <laughs> thing out, you know, at, at one point or or an, uh, another. Um, finally, before I let you go, um, talk about the change you've seen in the areas that you have specifically targeted. Uh, the last several years. I mean, you know, you, you have to see some improvement in order to 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 further continue improvement uh, improvement in some of these areas. And 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 have you seen incremental changes in 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 some of these uh, specific areas? We're doing a lot of things to help with the urban issues that we have. Uh, and you see our park, and so you see a beautiful green space for people who didn't have one. And you see some investment by city improvements in our roads yep. nearby. Mm-hmm. Because of our investment, they are coming in and repaving, looking at the sidewalks, making them more accessible. And so you do see some changes. Well, I got to tell you what, uh, you know, this is something that has been needed for a long time. I know you've been working at it for a very long time. Congratulations on uh, the uh, recent regional awards that you received for your work and your group's work. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep our fingers crossed that uh, that this that this one that you're in now, you know, yields some some big benefits so you can do even more work. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. And and listen, thank you for coming on the show. I I I've been looking forward to it, and I know I've been promoting it. And a lot of people have a lot of respect for you. And I'm not just saying that. There's a lot of folks who are excited about what you have been doing and what you are going to continue to do uh, to 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 bring you know everyone up to standard one day. And we appreciate you. And I hope you come back down on the show again so we can talk a little bit more about uh, uh, some future projects you have. Certainly, I will. I hope to have Northside done. That's what, <laughs> so. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so we'll celebrate that. And when that happens, not if it happens, but when that happens. When it happens, We're yes. going to get you back on the show. Rashawn, Austin, thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk down the road, okay? Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. Well, that was a great uh, that was a great segment. Uh, and Roshan, somebody called, I promise you, they said she's a beast. When it comes to uh, economic development and, and putting it all together uh, for the folks in need and trying to get these uh, city officials and some of these other folks uh, who make these decisions to understand, you know what, it's not just a small piece of the puzzle, but there's a, you got to have a lot of pieces connected uh, together in order for us to grow and to prosper. So uh, very uh, happy to have her uh, on the show and have a chance to to speak with her we are going to take our next break and when we come back we're going back to the world of medicine and we're going to introduce you to an organization that is doing it from the heart this is real talk memphis i'm chip right back here's a way you can get involved do you have a show topic idea or suggestion want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea then send chip a message on his real talk show page and you can be a part of the real talk experience so as he always says go out and tell somebody we'll be right back Music meets you wherever you are. A great record finds you, and the trick it pulls off is that it records you. The music always remembers who you were when it first hit you, and for the rest of your natural-born life, wherever you go, music can take you back to whoever you were. At Loaded for Bear, the way we approach art and brand design is to find our clients wherever they really are, meet them there, and create lasting work that captures who they are. Just like y'all, we're from Memphis, and we're listeners. Loaded for Bear is proud to ride for WYXR, and community radio anywhere. 
Memphis Listening Lab proudly supports WYXR. They provide a curated collection of music and music history, a forum for music-related talks and performances, and a music education, appreciation, and experimentation space located in Crosstown Concourse. The lab is open Tuesday through Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. You can find out more information on their Instagram page at Memphis Listening Lab or on their website at memphislisteninglab.org. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday. I see my little brother Mandrill McLaughlin is checking us out. Roshan uh, is also watching us. Great segment, uh, Roshan. Thank you so much again for coming on the show. Sarah Gum is watching us as well. And, uh, you know, I always, you know, we started a little late with the Facebook Live thing tonight, but that, that, that hasn't stopped this from being a great show. And uh, my next guest is someone that I actually ran across this when I was uh, doing some research trying to figure out, you know, who else I wanted to get on this show. And I saw a story that was uh, done on ABC 24 not too long ago about a, a medical uh, uh, center in Horn Lake, Mississippi. Uh, who is doing things to help families, uh, you know, improve health for those who are dealing with some uh, difficult financial issues. And I just thought that that is really what the spirit of God wants us all to do, which is to help each other. Uh, So uh, I'm very pleased to have Irene Wilson. She is the director of the Trinity Health Center out there in Horn Lake, Mississippi. And Irene, thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Hi, good evening, everybody. Um, thank you for having me in your show. Um, it's a pleasure on my side. Absolutely, absolutely that. Now, you know, you and I talked a little bit um, uh, beforehand about your about your uh, facility and what makes it so special. And I, and, I, and I want you to sort of share, first of all, the vision of how Trinity Health Center came to pass and, uh, you know, how it all connects into how we really need to help each other regardless of situation or circumstance. All right. Well, um, Trinity Health Center is one of the main pillars of the DeSoto County Dream Center. The Dream Center offers education, food, clothing, healthcare to those in need. Uh-huh. So we won't exist um, without the um, generosity of uh, people or of our community, mm-hmm. um, the churches, um, private organization, and individual donors. Um, our um, clinic is also run by volunteers. And um, a lot of people who are just um, in the community, in so, general. So, so okay. So, do, do I get this right now? People who don't have medical insurance uh, can come to your facility and get medical care. Talk a little bit about that, if, if, if right. I'm right about that. So, um, our main aim or mission is to provide um, primary health care services to the working and insured however if they um if there is some 
body or someone who's um, dealing with homelessness, a special circumstance such as victim of domestic abuse, violence, mm. um, financial hardship, um, re-entry, undergoing um, substance abuse, rehabilitation, they come to our clinic absolutely 100% free. So, um, but for those who are working in insurance, we, um, we provide care and charge them just based on sliding scale. But most of our patients that we see that are working in insurance, they only pay 25 to $35 at the most. And it's, it's a complete comprehensive care. And as a matter of fact, it is high quality. You know, we have um, Hilo app. Patient does not have to wait, okay, in the waiting room for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. They can get their schedule um, like pretty fast at the same time. There are three health care providers that will going to see them. We have one family physician and two family nurse practitioners on board. So they are really going to receive um, quality patient care. This is this is um, pretty unusual, um, especially in, in the day and time that, that, that we live in. Uh, COVID um, really took the sales out of a lot of folks, uh, you know, in terms of what once was is no longer. But I mean, guess what? You know, we still need health care. Uh, folks still get sick. Folks still get ill. And, you know, and they need and they need and they need medical care. You said uh, a little bit earlier that you are basically operating uh, at the um, with the help of, of, of some of your community partners. And talk a little bit about that. That's right. We receive no federal or state funding at all. So we rely on individual donations. Um, Certain churches, probably there's only a a few churches that really support us every, every month. Um, I mean, it's by God grace that really, um, like we received fundings like recently um somebody um con- um told us that hey we did a fundraising and we raised ten thousand dollars so shout out to ck dance theater for doing that sure. it's awesome sure. it's highly needed so mm-hmm. thank you guys for christian and christina kelly they're awesome people so so you you're you're really you're really basing uh, what you do on the generosity of others uh you know as as as, as you have said the community partners but but i mean you're a, you're a you're you're a christian you're a christian uh person a christian woman and and really i think you're sort of setting the example of what god wants us all to do and that's just help each other uh despite the situation and circumstances am i correct in that that is right so um covid um we make sure that um people um will let's say if they really really need to be seen now we we take care of them um um, people that are let's say hey um we really don't have uh money right now inflation gas prices i really can't we can't afford it yeah so um usually we work with them um, that it's fine, and sometimes uh, we receive individual donors who just walk up with a hundred, walk with a hundred dollars. Then we get to see that person. So it's 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 awesome. It's rewarding. I was gonna say you have to really be you know, very blessed to be able to to provide 
a such a needed service. And I know that uh, when I was watching the story, it said that you know not a lot of people are aware of uh, of your of your facility. And I think that uh, when people start to become more aware of what you're going to do, uh, you're going to be busier. Hopefully, you'll have more donors, and hopefully, you'll have more medical staff to be able to support uh, uh, the the folks uh, that you take care of already. Uh, how how long has uh, Trinity Health Center been uh, open? Well, um, we opened our doors in October 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, um, COVID hit. <laughs> so yeah. um, everything is so limited as far as, you know, um, patient coming in. They don't want to see the doctor face to face. And then um, now, of course, um, they, they come, but they said, hey, I cannot afford. I don't have the money to really come. But um it just depends on their situation, but uh, we 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 just don't say no. It, it's hard to say no if they're um, really um, in need. Absolutely, that, and uh, you know, I think you're setting an an amazing example for others to follow. Before you go, I would like you, you to give out uh, any of the contact information uh, for individuals who want to learn more about your or your, your health organization. Uh, may want to contact you. Uh, give us all the particulars, the address, the phone number, email, ad- whatever, whatever you want to share in terms of your contact information. All right. Um, if you would like um, to donate or um, um, just to volunteer, go to you can go to trinityhealthcenter.org. We have our website mm-hmm. and um, or you can contact us at 662-830-3827 uh, for more details. And um we'll be glad to hear from you to assist you whatever it is um we're here and you're in horn lake mississippi correct yes that is correct we are located in horn lake mississippi what's the address 935 okay. winchase drive in okay. horn lake mississippi i'm, I'm sorry I, I, i'm sorry i cut you off say that one more time your address our address is 6935, 6935. Winchase Drive, um, Horn Lake, Mississippi, Well, 8637. Well, look, uh, I, I wish you nothing but uh, uh, the greatest in success. God is, is uh, blessing you now, and I'm, I'm sure that because of the selfless heart that you all have um, to help others, that you're going to, blessings are going to rain down on your uh, on your uh, facility out there. So thank you for coming on the show. And thank you for talking to us a little bit about uh, uh, so many folks in need, but there is a resource available in Horn Lake. Irene Wilson, thank you for coming on tonight for Real Talk. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you for having us. Have a blessed night. You too. Take care of yourself. Thank uh, you. You too. All right, I I gotta t- I, I gotta tell you th- these kind of stories um, I hunt for because this is what it's all about. Uh, you know, a lot of times we do things you know for selfish reasons, and I think there's way too much selfishness in the world. To be honest with you, and when you do it from the heart and you do it sincerely, uh, people pay attention to that. God is noticing that and uh, what what every what what they're doing for sure. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, anybody listening out here who who is wondering, you know, how can I afford to go to the doctor? How can I take my child? How can I get them treated and things like this? These organizations uh, and this group in particular is uh, making it very easy for you. 
So as uh, Shelby plays us out, I am, uh, you know, once again, very excited about uh, the show that we had uh, tonight. Uh, all our guests, uh, Dr. Ben Bowman, uh, Roshan Austin, and uh, Irene Wilson. Uh, this has been a really, really good show. And, you know, I'm, I'm always one to say that, uh, uh, you know, we need to remove ourselves uh, from situations and think about other people more than we do ourselves. Um, and if we do more of that, we might be a little bit better off. Less self selfishness and more selflessness is a is is a good you know way to be. So uh, for all of us here at the Real Talk Memphis, um, thank you for watching. Thank you for checking us out. However you check us out, tell people about this show because we're actually doing some good stuff around here and we're trying to build. Uh, if you've not uh, yet joined uh, the Real Talk Radio Show fans page, you need to do that as well. So for all of us here at Real Talk. I'm Chip. We're out. Have a great week. And you uh, drink plenty of water and stay out that sun. It's real talk. 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 It's real tal